Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Cantil Show, the Awaken the Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And we have a brand new guest with us today, Ronnie Ryan, and she's going to be talking about can your love vibe squash your chances for love and so much more. And so I'm excited about this conversation because we're going to be talking about love, your love vibe, you know, potentially meeting a new you know, person, starting a new relationship, et cetera, and what may be in the way of that. And so um, for those of you who may be wondering for, the, for yourself, you know, definitely ask questions. We're going to be taking some live caller questions today as well. And um, just getting into this whole relationship, finding, you know, our soulmate sometimes, you know, and just, you know, how do we navigate that? So Ronnie Ryan, for those of you who don't know, uh, is an international love coach. And she has helped smart, successful single women who have hot careers, but a chilly love life, find love for the, for the past 18 years. And she came to this work through her own quest for love, dating 30 men in 15 months to meet the man she's happily married to for years. And she's the author of four books. Her Amazon bestseller is, is He the One? Find Mr. Right by Spotting Mr. Wrong, which sold more than 17,000 copies. She is a certified coach and Reiki master who draws upon her intuition and has taught metaphysics for 25 plus years. She's been featured on ABC, NBC, and Fox News, BBC, NPR, MSN, Huffington Post, Fox News Magazine, Yahoo, eHarmony, and many more. So I'm so excited. So I just want to thank you all for being here with us today, you know, taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with us. And, you know, our mission is to support you in being the best version of you living your greatest life with ease, joy, and love. And so today, you know, this is about love. This is about your relationship. This is about having more ease in your life and having more joy in your life. So you definitely want to take some notes. Um, so grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, grab something to drink, and let's get going. So please join me in welcoming Ronnie to the show. Ronnie, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here with you. I'm so glad because this is going to be such a, you know, it's a, it's a different topic per se than we normally do. But, you know, the thing is, there are so many people that are looking, looking for love, right? And so many people who are wondering, where is Mr. Right? Or where is Miss Wonderful? Or et cetera, right? And so, um, so let's talk a little bit about you first. So, you know, because this is the first time you're on our show, can you tell us a little bit about your story, how you got started? and why you chose to, you know, focus on this field, you know, being a love coach, et cetera. Oh, sure, I'm happy to do that. So for me, I uh, was, I woke up on my 40th birthday and um, I was still single. And I thought, oh no, like how did this happen to me? Time flies. And you know, it wasn't that I didn't have a good full life and a ton of friends and I went out a lot and I was social, but no man and i was shocked because i absolutely thought i'd be married and had children and all that stuff so it was like a big wake-up call for me and so i started thinking well what the heck is wrong with me that this hasn't happened and i thought you know i'm a smart woman i'm gonna figure this out so i did a lot of work on myself i really decided to take a look at what i was doing to contribute to my singleness because I originally thought, oh, you know, there just aren't any good men. So easy to say that, right? Mm -hmm. All the good men are taken. That's what, that's what the problem is. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
excuse me, but really, I had to look within. And so I first had to look at my heart to see was my heart even open, and I realized I had been wounded in college by my boyfriend. You know, I don't mean to see like he was evil or anything like that, but he had a different agenda than me, and I was heartbroken and all that. And I just let that sit there for years. Mm-hmm. So I had to do a lot of work to take off what I would call body armor and <clears throat> open my heart again. I spent a lot of time working on opening my heart and having healing work done and acupuncture and all kinds. I, I turned every stone over, believe me. <laughs> like I'm figuring this out. And I started telling a few people what I was doing. I started dating and I ended up meeting 30 guys. And uh, number 30 was the man that I married, who's adorable. So I am living proof, and there are so many of us now who tell this story. Yeah. That if you want to find love, you can. But when I was telling this story, I don't know anybody. There were hardly any other dating coaches. Now it's a very popular thing. But how I look at it is from a broader standpoint, because I've always been on a spiritual path since my 20s. And... um, so I look at it like I noticed that you had quite a few people talking about the language of light. And so I talk about the language of love mm-hmm. and I'm all about finding ways for, for, and I work with most of the women. I do have some male clients occasionally, but I work mostly with women. And what I find is that there needs to be more self love. Absolutely. And I'm sure everybody's talked about this already. It's nothing new and and we all think we know it and whatever. And yet we don't do it. Mm Yeah. You know, we're not kind to ourselves or whatever. So this is one of my main focuses now is doing this kind of work because it's the foundation for connecting with love on a higher plane. Loving yourself first is crucial and essential in order to attract the right kind of lasting love with an amazing partner. Absolutely. yeah, that's one of my big focuses today. So that's how I got started. I figured it out. And once I got married, I thought, you know, I bet there's a lot of other women out there who would like to know how I did this and they could find love themselves. And I'm a huge believer in the fact that if you really want to find love and you're willing to do the work, you can. I always tell my clients, love is your destiny or you never would have called me. Mm. And, you know, and, and that's a good point that you just made that, yeah, if you really want to find love, you will, but you have to do the work. Um, you know, and, and like, you know, I, I'm married to the love of my life. He's definitely my, my soulmate. He's special. He's like, he's amazing. But I wasn't looking for love because I was just getting out of a 17 year, 18 year marriage. And I wasn't looking for anything. I was like, I'm going to just like, be just be me for a little while and you know who, who knows you know later on who knows and it, and it happened but that was more of a uh, guided by by the divine type of experience yeah. so yeah. i can't i can't teach people as i can't tell you how to find love because love found me you know and it was like divinely orchestrated and everything so it's like I, I couldn't tell you but i know how important it is you know and so i was willing to when i when i left my ex-husband i was willing to be single because I did not want to be in a relationship that was not healthy for me, where I was not loved, where I did not love, where, you know, where I wasn't accepted, you know. So a lot of that, you know, comes down to what, what's important for you. Are you worth it? What do you think you deserve? And for me, it's like, I deserve more. <laughs> I deserve yeah. more than I had at the time, right? So it's like, I definitely deserve more. And so, 
you know, and that is also an act of self-love, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Putting yourself first, you know, and recognizing what do I need and what, you know, what, what doesn't work for me anymore, you know, maybe never did, but what doesn't work for me anymore and saying, all right, I'm going to do, you know, whatever it takes to have that, or I'm going to like, you know what, I, I, I know what I don't want. I don't know what I want yet, but I know what I don't want. So I'm stepping away from what I don't want anymore because it doesn't serve me. And so if that means being single for a little while until I can figure out what I do want, awesome, right? I couldn't so, agree. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, people are in different situations in different places, right? Um, very, go ahead. So yeah, that's very true. I mean, I think what you're talking about is a wonderful example of how it can be just kismet and magic and it just happens and you didn't have to push. And that's the way your karma is working or your energy or whatever. And yeah. so that's what happened for you, which was awesome. I had already spent 18 years of thinking it would happen by itself. It would happen. I'd meet somebody naturally or whatever. That didn't work for me. I had to put energy out to really go and meet people. And so um, I look at it this way. If it was just going to happen as it did for you, for women who are single and still longing, you clearly you need a different methodology. Yeah, a different approach, absolutely. Absolutely, and that's why I talk so much about love vibes. Yeah, so what are love vibes? Yeah, what exactly is that? It's like, I, you know, it's like, do I, like, <laughs> what vibe am I giving off? You know, it's like, I'm sure right now, I'm not giving off the love vibe. I'm, I'm more of the, I'm taken, I'm out of the game vibe, you know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's not necessarily true because you, if you're in love, you have a love vibe. We mm. always have a love vibe, whether you're single or whether you're a recluse or whatever, everybody's got a love vibe. And if you're single and looking, you want to amp up your love vibe. And all that means is that you embody, share, and send out to the universe the energy of really what but it's so amazing because a lot of people are angry, hurt, disappointed about the process because looking for love can be easy or can be a struggle yeah. or somewhere in the middle. And so people get very frustrated and then they're not putting out love vibes anymore. Got it. You know, Absolutely. The big thing that just happened in the U.S. with this woman who is a romance writer and she went on a date and she had uh, she must have gone to like a coffee shop because she said the guy, you know, asked what she wanted. He brought her her coffee. He had coffee and then he bought two cake pops. For him. And she thought, how sweet he's going to share a cake pop with me. He ate them both in front of her. <laughs> and she was devastated and started tweeting about how he's a monster. And, what. and so then she got, she was sending out love vibes, but they weren't positive. Mm. And as a result, she got a, a whole viral explosion that happened. It was so amazing. And she ended up with like 360,000 people who favorited her tweet. But then she started getting all that other nonsense with the threats and then this, because then the men were offended because they're not monsters. And then, the, you know, all this nonsense. Yeah. Now, she's entitled to her opinion about whatever. And it was kind of um, a little on the insensitive and rude side to eat both cakes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, but that doesn't make him a monster. It just makes him insensitive, you know, and inconsiderate, right. maybe. Right, his mother didn't teach him about sharing somehow. <laughs> I don't know what it was, right? Yeah. So are he really hungry or whatever? But 
now she has to deal with all of the fallout of this kind of a comment. Not, I, I mean, I don't think she's a bad person. I'm just talking about love vibes. So she sent out some a little bit of negativity about her situation, which she's entitled to feel. But now she has to kind of roll it back because now she's going to deal with all these other people who think things about her or whatever. It all contributes. So you want to think about what energy am I sending out to the universe? We all want to think about that for so many reasons, not just about love, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You want to be in a positive zone. And if you want to find love, then you want to have positive love lives. You want to feel good about yourself, that you're worthy, that you love yourself, that you know you're a great catch and you'd be a good match. And that you're deserving of a great partner and somebody who's really interested in the same kind of lasting love, good communication, and joy of partnership. And so that's the energy you want to put out there. And, uh, and so it's all about what you can do during the day um, to up the ante on your love vibe and stay in the positive zone, feel good about yourself and your chances for love. So this is also about your mindset, right? About where, yeah. where, where are you in your head and what kind of mindset do you have around attracting love, being loved, loving yourself, et cetera, and being open to love. You know, a lot, a lot of people, you know, let's face it, we're not open to love because of experiences that we've had, right? So even though we may consciously and on the surface be saying, yes, I want a relationship. Yes, I'm looking for a man yes, or a woman. Yes, 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 yes. But internally we're we're hurt and we're wounded and we're closed we're not open we're not really open to it because of all these things that have happened and i know that when i first met my my husband you know he's my husband now but when i first met him a lot of my stuff all of my wounding and hurts they all came up and i had to look at everything and then i had to choose it's like am i gonna go with this like this thought and feeling that's that's coming up or am I going to look at the situation where it is right now? This person is different than that person. This situation is different than that person. I'm not the same as, as I was then. I had to do a lot of work, to be honest. You know, and I, I feel bad for my husband. It's like he had to put up with me while I, you know, figured all that stuff out and, and cleared everything and healed all that stuff. But it all surfaced and stuff that I didn't even know was there. You know, it's like, I bet you, well, that's nothing. Uh -uh. It all came up. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's amazing what gets triggered and things come up that you feel like are coming out of nowhere. And that's why um, I work with my clients to help them heal their hearts and clear things out. You know, somebody asked a comment in the um, in the chat and I don't know if we'll get to that later, but, you know, wondering, well, what can I do while I'm looking? And one of the things is do everything you can to clear your heart because as those things come up and you let them go, you make room, you make room, you make room for love. You know, it's like, it's like feng shui, right? If you have um, a night table on either side of the bed, empty one of them so that there's room for a man or a woman or whatever. Or I know somebody who um, emptied space in the medicine cabinet, empty space in the closet. It doesn't have to be a lot, but yeah, make room for love. This is another energetic practice. So I can give you all of the good old-fashioned practical dating tips and tell you what to write online and all that kind of stuff but if you don't have this part of the foundation and that's why i'm so glad to be doing your program because it's for people who understand the energy behind things right that's 
what matters most and first. It's the foundation for everything. So on the way to finding love, the more you can clear and make sure you're open and really look at what you learned from all of your relationships. What have you learned about love that you're going to reject now because you have a better way of looking at things? What did you learn about love that you don't want to go through again so you have to really understand it? And what do you want to learn about love and experience so that you know what to aim for? So I think it makes a big difference. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting, you know, when you talk about, you know, um, clearing your heart and healing your heart, et cetera, you know, sometimes in the, um, in those moments when, you know, it just comes up. I remember one time, you know, I had separated from my ex-husband, but I was, you know, I was in a bad space and I, you know, happened to look at myself in the mirror and I was like, who's going to want this who's gonna want who's gonna love me who's gonna you know who who you know judging myself completely you know like it was ridiculous yeah. and being so hard on myself and it's like who's gonna want this you know i've already been married twice now you know who's gonna want you know a twice divorced woman you know i was thinking i was i guess the indian mentality was kicking in you know and all this stuff and i got really down and then it's like oh my god it's like you know what and that i think that's when i decided you know what i don't care i don't want anybody i have to love myself first so as we pick up on some of those judgments that we have of ourselves and sometimes even the perceived judgments of others, we have to come back to ourselves and say, okay, you know what? Nobody can love you if you don't love yourself. Nobody can accept you if you don't accept yourself. Like, you know, you, they might, but it's not going to be, you know, as good as if you love yourself first. And so when I chose to love myself and say, you know what, this is, this is how I am. This is how I look, blah, 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 whatever. Then it was, there was a big release, you know? Yeah. Then I was like, I, I'm, I'm fine with my quirks. And that's what I call them, quirks, you know? <laughs> it's like, I have quirks, yeah. right? And well, you're, original. you're an original. There's nobody else like you. We all are. Definitely not. Yeah, absolutely. You know? <laughs> and when I met my, my, my husband now, I told him at the very beginning of the relationship, I said, you know what? I'm not changing. Uh, this is me. So you either accept me exactly as I am or don't, you know, or forget it. Because it's like, I'm not going to try and be somebody that I'm not. And a lot of times I find women, they try and be the woman that they think the man wants. Yes. Right? So and the, for me, that never works. And I've, and I've seen that, but I'm like, no, this is how I am. I'm not changing. Yeah, they, there are some things I don't like to do. There's something, you know, I'm, this is me. I'm, I'm accepting myself, so I want someone who's going to accept me, you know? And I think you, you really have to get to that point where you're like, if, if, even if I don't find somebody else, it's okay. Cause I love myself. I'm okay yeah. with myself. I accept myself. I'm happy in my space with me, but yeah. I would love to share my life with somebody else. That's right. You got it. You, and that's why you didn't take that long for you to find another man. That's a, you know, that's a, a perfect description of the process. So very well done. Thank you so much. You can be my poster woman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's worked out great, I have to say. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so the positive mindset is important, but it's not just about the positive mindset, it's about the loving mindset, right? The loving mindset. What can you do? Like, notice where you're at during the day and check in with yourself and say, you know, am I in a loving place? What could I do to tweak that and feel a little more loving? Sometimes you give somebody a compliment. Sometimes you just send love to your own cells of your body and you just really feel that love. Um, 
I had lunch today with a good friend and we were, um, we always meditate in the car after we eat lunch and we were parked in front of these two trees and we often go to the same restaurant. So but there we are, we're parked in front of these trees. We thought, let's just tune in first. And so when we both opened our eyes and we started to share, we both got messages from the trees and it was so funny. So we were checking in and the trees were thrilled and they sent us love and we sent them love. And, um, it was fantastic because love is everywhere mm -hmm. and we forget that we forget. So that's what I really work with my clients on is how can you feel love right now? You have everyone, everyone has love in their life. And that's what I had to do for myself when I was so shut down. I had to get the loving energy moving. And I did that through a number of methods. One, I wrote myself a bunch of little songs that were affirmations about love. And the amazing thing about that was, I thought it was a little weird, but I, I didn't sing them for people. I sang them in the shower when I went on my walk, when I was washing dishes. And I have to say, I got a little obsessed singing them because they made me so happy. Mm -hmm. And what I was really doing was lifting my love vibe and my vibration by feeling good about love instead of being miserable that I was 40 and I was single and this was never going to change. And I had no evidence I was ever going to find love. And I had to create that almost like my own love vortex, you know, <laughs> to call it in. And that's what I did. And that's how I dated so many men after such a ridiculous dry spell, a great length, you know, because I had a boyfriend in high school and had a different one all through college. Then I had a major dry spell for about 18 years. I mean, I dated a little bit here and there, but not that much. So that's what I'm talking about. I raised my love vibe by mm -hmm. creating these songs. And I, I share them with my clients today. I, I have all kinds of meditations and things. So there's so much you can do. Even the littlest thing of spending one minute sending love to yourselves. It's yeah. all, there's a lot of love out there. And the more you tap into it, the more you lift your own love vibe, the more magnetic you become to the love you want. Mm, I love it, absolutely. And so how does all this fit in with the law of attraction? Because, you know, law of attraction is big when it comes to finding your soulmate, finding the love of your life. But how, I mean, I'll tell you how I did it, you know, not even knowing I, I did it, but how does that fit in? What, what do you do? So the idea is, as we all know about law of attraction, I'm not telling you anything new, like attracts like. Mm -hmm. So it's perfect. When you elevate your love vibe, you become equal to the love you want. You're lifting yourself up. You have to be at the level of the love you want to attract in. So this is how you do it, by elevating your own frequency or vibration or however you want to look at it. That's the whole point of the law of attraction, that you need to be like what you want. So you need to lift yourself up to that level and be ready to embrace it and enjoy it and live it now as if it's happening. And that's definitely what I did with my songs. And my little songs changed as I progressed and my love vibe progressed until I started singing about what I wanted with the right man and all that. And then when I found the guy that I ended up marrying, I wasn't sure it was going to work out. I didn't really know. It took a while, you know. And so then I started singing a song specifically about him. I wanted him to marry and move in. And then it all, I had all these things. And everything I wrote in that last song happened exactly. I wanted, when I wanted him to move in, to buy a ring, to get a house. 
it, it was amazing. And so to me, that was all the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And I had to work to elevate my energy. So I used affirmations and I wrote things, but I really worked on my energy level. And yeah. that's why I'm focused today talking about love vibes, because the more you elevate your energy, you, no matter what happens, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The more that you raise your vibration, everything gets better around you. Yes. Yes. And more synchronicities and more magnetizing of what you want, your desire and letting things come more easily to you. So, so I'm curious, what did you do? You were going to share. <laughs> well, at some point, I think it was, you know, uh, I was separated from my ex-husband or maybe I was just about to be in, in I, I knew we were going to get separated. I wrote down on a piece of paper, I wrote it in red. This is what I was told to do. You know, I just wrote down what I wanted in the qualities of my partner, right? And I, and I just wrote that he has to love and accept me for who I am. He has to love and accept my kids. Uh, I think he said, I said, um, he has to be funny, make me laugh, you know. He has to cook because I don't, so he has to cook, you know, um, all that wonderful stuff. And then, you know, I just put it away. Like, I, I forgot about it. It's not like I looked at it every day. I just wrote it down once, and then it was, like, somewhere. And then when I was packing up my office, because I left the government, I was packing up my office, I found it. This was, like, two years later, you know, that I found this little piece of paper. It's like, oh, my God. And, you know... By this point, I wasn't married yet, but we were, you know, going to get married. And it's like, oh, my God, this ex- it's exactly, you know, so it wasn't like tall, dark and handsome. It was like he has to love and accept me for who I am, yeah. love and accept my yeah. children. That was, the, you know, the most important part. And yeah. so um, it's like, so part of it was I wrote, I wrote it down. This was the intention I have. I had, but I didn't hold on to it. Right. So I just let it go to the universe. And then I continued to work on myself. You right. Know. I continue to, you know, love myself, accept myself, etc. Um, and it and it it happened, you know. So the so the universe definitely answered, you know, and but it but if you're holding on, holding on, holding on, it's like that doesn't work because it's like you're not trusting, you're not letting go, you're not letting the divine the universe do what's required to bring about that, you know, what, what it is that you want. And then now as I'm talking about it, it's like, oh my god. <laughs> You know, because amazing. It yeah, it was magic. Yeah, it was like magic, and I do work with my clients to come up with a list of qualities. It's about personality and characteristics, not about the bank account or you know six foot two or whatever it is. Yeah, it's definitely about you know what kind of qualities in the person will work for you, and um, and what I really work with them on is to make sure they don't use that as a way to reject men. Well, he doesn't mm-hmm. have this, this, this on my list, you know, because you can also use it as a barrier. So I'm like, no, that's not the purpose. Purpose is to attract what you want, not push away everybody else. Yeah, and it's not like I had a hundred things on the list. I think there were like seven or eight things. That was it, you know? Yeah. I mean, Good. like, really, it comes down to going to, into your heart space and saying, okay, what do I really want, you know? And well, so... But you pick the most important things rather than getting into, you know, to me, there's nothing wrong with getting into the nitty gritty. Just know that you're probably not going to get everything on your list. As long as you're clear about what the most important things are. I always talk about the five must haves, you know, yeah. so five, seven, whatever it is, you get the point and you, you know, you're following the process that I share with everybody. So great yeah. job. Awesome. And so, you know, it does work, you know, 
but like I, again you have to like trust it too right trust in the process and trust in the divine and trust that it's going to happen and sometimes that trust and faith can be a little shaky right well you know for me it was not easy because it took me 15 months and i was working at it like crazy and so sometimes i would be you know i'm like everybody else and i got down and i started to feel like well why isn't it happening what am i doing wrong but i would always come back to the idea that i firmly believed love was my destiny mm -hmm. and so every man i met brought me one man closer to the right man for me and i figured eventually one of them was going to work right. and that's exactly what happened so no matter how sad i got or when things didn't work i'd bring myself back to center by saying you know what love is my destiny and i just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other until i meet him until we cross paths until the energy is right until i've elevated myself to the right level to find the man who's looking for me. Because whoever your partner is out there, whether it's a man or a woman, they're looking for you too. Mm -hmm. And we forget that. And that's the whole point of elevating your love vibe so they can find you. Yeah, exactly. So they can find you. And so, um, you know, Fahad was saying here, um, she's been looking for the one and I was waiting, but I think it is time now. Do you see anything that is in the way? Would you share some advice? So um, that's what I was alluding to a little bit earlier. I'm not sure um, what's in the way because I don't really know her situation or his situation. So what I would say is um, look within from your love experiences. What have you learned about love that you feel is true? What have you learned about love that you reject and you want to see it another way? What lessons have you learned about love? What can you be clear on that you can bring forward? Because whoever we've had relationships with, even from our family, we learn about love. And mm -hmm. so you want to see, you know, sometimes people are negative about love, and that would be something that you might want to reject and saying, I'm going to feel positive about love, and here's how I'm going to do it. So just add it all up. Take all the things you've learned and get really clear, and then clear your heart of anything that isn't contributing to your lifting your love vibe. That's really the best thing. And that's what I had to do. I had my boyfriend in college who I was heartbroken over. And I held a torch for him, you know, as they say, for years. And I needed to let that go and just move on. And I didn't even know I was holding on to that mm -hmm. until I really looked deeply. So you mentioned a couple of times about clearing your heart. So how can we clear our heart? Well, one of the things I do with my clients is I have them do um, like a visualization and I do that with them. And I have them look into their heart to see if they notice where their wounds are, whether they're bruises or scrapes or whatever, imagining that the heart um, shows where all the we'll call it, I mean, damage is kind of a hard word, but where mm -hmm. all the little pings are. And then, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can do this, but you could use rose quartz or some other kinds of heart-centered crystals for healing. You could imagine, you could send Reiki into those spots. There's a lot of different things you can do to address each spot. You could write everything down, all of your heartbreaks, and then do the meditation and go into your heart and heal all those spots. You might need to do it different days. You might need to do it sometime uh, on a variety of different days so you don't feel overwhelmed. And, you know, they always talk about the onion. 
Mm -hmm. So when you peel apart the onion, you might find new things you forgot about. And new things might come up that surface that need also to be healed. And that's okay because that's all normal. But when you do that work, that definitely makes a tremendous difference in the openness of your heart, your readiness, and definitely in the love vibe that you can hold on to and send out to the world. Mm. Another thing you can do is breathe in through your heart and then exhale love through your heart. And that's extremely magical. And you could have a massive change in your aura and your energy in 30 seconds. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, and I always talk about being grateful, having gratitude and being, you know, when you open up yeah. your heart to gratitude, that, that automatically raises your vibration, you know, immediately. So that's something that, you know, um, people should be doing every day. <laughs> we talked about yes, this and, before. <laughs> and check in, check in with yourself to see where am I at? And, you know, because these things can literally take a minute, but they make all the difference in the world. That's why I have that, um, the free program on uh, eight ways to raise your love by, uh, to really help people with little ideas on what can you do? Because there's yeah. so much possible. So that is on the gifts page. For those of you who are part of my community, you can just go to the gifts page and download that. Um, the eight ways to raise your love vibe. Definitely want to do that. So um, it's, fun. it's fun things too. I don't want this to seem like all hard work. There's a lot of fun involved. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it, clearing work, healing work doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be hard. It's not a chore, right? So um, what it is, though, it, it opens you up to receiving more. It opens yeah. you up to you living your greatest life, okay? So yeah. um, we're, we're going to talk about, um, so let me see if I, if I forgot anything particularly, you know. Um, I want to talk a little bit about what, what some of your clients have experienced with finding love. Sure, sure. So... Um, I had one client, I, I have a couple of really good stories. So I had one client who was like, um, she worked with CEOs of companies. So she was very high level, helping them plan their succession. And she was always in the Admiral's Club in some airport. And she would be on her phone, on her laptop, on her phone, on her laptop, and never talk to any of those men. Can you imagine? And I'm like, uh, what are you doing? This is like a gold mine. And what are you, you know, what are you doing in there? Well, I don't want to get started. What, what do you mean you don't want to get started? So her love vibe was don't come near me. And that's what she had her laptop and her phone for. She didn't want anybody bothering her. Right. And so we worked a lot on that. And she realized, oh, if I don't want to talk to them, I can just go back to what I'm doing. But if I shut everything down and have a drink and just hold my head up and smile, they'll start talking to me. And before you know it, she was having the time of her life. She was dating so many men. She met men everywhere she went. And it was like flipping a switch for her once she realized how she was closed and didn't even know it and how to open that up. So that's one of my favorites. But another one is more mundane. It was a woman who lived in um, New York City and she didn't want to do online dating. She hated it. She had bad experiences. We worked on it. And she called me on a Friday for one of her appointments. She said, Ronnie, I hate this. I said, listen, I, I don't want to make you, I, I can't make you do anything, first of all. And I don't want you to do anything you hate. But could you just stick with it for the weekend? Because a lot of times 
there's activity on the weekend, and then you want to take a break, take a break on Monday. And, you know, take a week off or whatever you want, but just go through the weekend and see what happens. And I have a lot of strong intuition when I'm working with people. So she agreed. And by Monday, she called me to say on Friday afternoon, some guy contacted her that she was tremendously excited about. And now, you know, a year and a half later, they're living together. They're very happy and whatever. And she hated it the whole time, but she managed to just stretch herself a little more to allow that possibility to come through in a matter of hours. Mm. So <laughs> you just don't know yeah. where that beautiful kismet synchronicity is going to show up. So wherever you can stress yourself to open up a little more, feel more positive and increase your love vibe, the better your chances are. And I've had so many clients by in love. I've, I had worked with one woman who was 65, divorced, and she had, uh, had been taken in by one of those, what do they call it, catfish guys on the, um, she'd given him money and it was a, a terrible story. She met, worked with me, she got over it. And she went out and found a man who loved her so much. She brought her flowers every week and she just got married. Oh, nice. Her yeah. grandchildren in her wedding party. And it's just the most heartwarming story. That's why I love doing this work because people come to me and they think there's no hope. And there always is. Mm, there always is. Yeah. And, you know, and, and again, it's about you saying and declaring, yes, I'm, I'm ready for a relationship or a new man or a new woman and I'm going to make these small changes in my practical everyday life and at the same time increase my love vibe raise my vibration love myself yeah. accept myself um, and be positive about life yeah. in general right so this is yeah. you know it's about it's about being positive for in in life and seeing the opportunities everywhere you know I was um, I was walking in the park earlier can't you say that word because <laughs> the puppy will want to like go. Um, but I was walking in the park earlier and I was looking for all the new growth, right? Cause it's like spring here. So there's all sorts of new growth, new flowers, you know, and all the bushes, you can see the greens. So I was looking for it. And because I was looking for it, I could see it everywhere. Right. Right. So yeah. what are you looking for? Are you looking for opportunities and you know, for, for love or the opposite? You know, are you, yeah. are you looking at where, you know, it's not happening for you, you know? Yeah. That so. is a good point because, uh, and that talks directly to perspective and your love vibe. So if you think there are no men out there, you're right. And if yeah. you think you never know where you're going to meet him, you're right. So you get to choose that glass half full, half empty thing. And you're, you know, we as human beings, we always want to prove ourselves right. So we look for evidence of whatever our viewpoint is to prove it. See, I told you I'm right. There are no men or there are men. So you went out to look for growth and you found buds and leaves and all this stuff because you set your mind to that dial. You set your mind to that thing to find it. Mm -hmm. And so if you do it the same way for men. You can find them and you know, and it, one of the most powerful things you can do is to say, how did I get so lucky to, you know, find love? How did I get so lucky in love? I'm so lucky in love. Even if you don't think you are, it doesn't matter. Your brain can't argue with the question. So it's not like saying an affirmation, I am lucky in love. That's totally different. Mm -hmm. But when you ask, how did I get so lucky in love? 
your brain can't fight with that. It just goes and looks for the answer. Right. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, I heard that earlier, uh, just this past week in the in the same sort of vein, but it's about, you know, how did I get so lucky to have this? Or how, you know, how did I get so lucky to experience this? Or et cetera, you know, and, and, and that's the thing. It's like, then it's like, you're focusing on that, you know? Yeah. In, instead of the opposite. I love yeah, that. The, it's exactly what you were talking about. The positive outcome that you so desire. Yeah. And that's like the new twist on all the affirmations. Yeah. Throw in a couple of positive questions as if you're already lucky. How did I get to be, how did this get to be so easy? Whatever it is, because your brain argue with that. Sometimes if you come up with an affirmation that your brain doesn't believe, your subconscious will argue with it. But mm -hmm. this is a way around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ask the question, how did I, or, you know, etc. cetera. Um, so I, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned at the beginning. If you do have a question, you can type it in the chat or you can raise your hand and we'll take some live caller questions. Um, but I was going to ask you really quickly something else here um, was about, you know, when we are stuck in that negative mindset, I'm, I'm not good enough. You know, what, you know, no one is seeing me. I'm invisible. You know, like no one, I don't know where to look. I, you know, I don't know where to find a man or a woman or, you know, like I, I, I've tried for so long and nothing is working. What do you do with that? Well, the first place you have to start is with the self-love. Like you were saying at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. It really is because they might be judging themselves. And people come to me all the time, just like you said, saying, you know, I don't need coaching. I just want to know where the men are. And I have to tell them, men are everywhere. And so if you don't see them, there might be something internally we need to work on. Because let's face it, they're half the population. Men are everywhere. Now, they're not all single men everywhere, but there's plenty of single men. So that's one thing is if there's some perspective thing going on. If nothing's working, sometimes you're pushing too hard, you know, like all those um, – Tao sayings about how you can't push the river and you can't pull the shoots of grass and all that stuff. So um, you can't push it. You can't force it. This is a, the uh, finding love is really an attraction thing. It's bringing it to you. You do need to go out and cross paths with people, mm -hmm. but it is about attracting the love. So um, you need to be attractive and have a love vibration when you go out. This is why I talk about this so much, this love vibration. So, if you're not meeting anyone, nothing is working, look within. Not that I'm putting anyone down, but all I'm saying is that um, when you can feel happier, when you can start to believe, when you can uh, start to understand that love really is your destiny, all of that stuff will kind of drop away and you'll have synchronicities and things will start to get a little easier because really you only need one. You, know, you just need one. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't whole bunch you just need one so the more you if you're struggling another thing to do is stop take a break and just work on yourself and that's why when I began my journey I spent my first three months just working on me I didn't date anyone yeah exactly yeah and, yeah and I did healing work I had acupuncture I had Reiki I had some other energetic things I worked with some a shaman I you know I I did all, I did my own meditations. I used crystals. I, I did everything. Yeah. So 
Somebody asked a question about uh, twin flames. Yeah, what is your take on twin flames? Um, I think they exist. I don't know that everyone finds their perfect twin flame or not. I, I'm not sure. My feeling is there isn't only one soulmate that I think that we come from a family and it's just based on your belief systems. Yeah. Like we have a plot or whatever on the other side and we kind of circulate with a similar group. And so you might have more than one soulmate. And so I think that's possible. So, you know, do twin flames happen? Oh, I'm quite sure. But if you're waiting for only your twin flame, you might miss out. Yeah, because your twin flame might not be incarnated right now. Right. I, I, you know, and I'm not, I, I can't tell you I'm 100% positive. That's just my take on it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't wait for a twin flame. I would, you know, because that's kind of like not living your life, you know? Well, love is um, not perfect. You, you do want love. I mean, for love to be lasting and healthy, it needs to add to your life. Yes, exactly. You know, like you're better together than alone rather than somebody that subtracts from your life or brings you down or drains your energy or whatever. You want somebody who builds you up and together you create something that's more than you could with just one and one makes two. Yeah. So that's how I look at really, you know, healthy, balanced, lasting love. And I, I do believe that if you're waiting for perfection, then chances are that's not going to, I have a client right now who she's got this, the thinnest little sliver of what she wants mm. in a person, like the qualities or whatever. And I think about Venn diagrams. I don't know if you remember them from math, but they're circles, they're spheres that overlap, and then yeah. you see where they overlap in these little teeny slivers of a circle. And she's got the most minutest little, you know, like if you take three circles and you put them together, there's a little teeny spot. I'm like, you got to open up. You got to yeah. be with yourself. It would be great if that was love. And you may find that once you open up to the possibilities, you may actually find that exact precise thing you want, or you might find something that actually turns out to be better. Sometimes we don't really know exactly what we need. We know it's not going to work, but sometimes you get things that, you know, like for example, I didn't have supportive on my list of what I wanted in a man. And my husband is amazingly supportive. I didn't even ask for that because it didn't occur to me. But I got that. And I'm thrilled that I got that. So that's something I wanted. I didn't even know I wanted it. I didn't know I was going to get it. And I did get it. So that's an example of I kept opening, opening, yeah. opening to the best match for me. And I got a good match. Good point. I didn't put that on my list either. And my husband is so supportive. He does everything for me. I mean, I'm like, I'm spoiled, to be honest, you know, <laughs> and I deserve to be spoiled. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But yeah, he's, yeah. So that wasn't on my list, you know? So it's like, you know, this is about not, you know, so when you're looking for perfection, what you're really doing is judging everybody, you know? And yeah, a lot of times when you're looking for, perfe for perfection, you're very hard on yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's why going back to self-love again. Yeah. Self-love and self-acceptance, accepting yourself yeah. as you are without judgment, yeah. you know, and the yeah. more that you can do that. I mean, I still judge myself. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I still judge oh, myself. Yeah. Me too. You know, um, but a lot less than I used to, you know, right. 
much, much less than I used to. So I'm much nicer now to myself. Good. And that frees up a tremendous amount of energy Mm -hmm. so that you can enjoy more and connect more. And yeah, it's, it's so healthy and healing and just adds to your love life. You know, when you accept yourself and you know what it is, it's like, nobody's perfect. So when you accept yourself for who you are, you have your downsides, but you have your upsides and your downsides make your upsides that much better. So it all works together. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, it does. And that's the thing. It's like life becomes more ease filled, you know, more yeah. joy, joy filled, you know, and um, it's different. You know, I mean, I never had this with my ex-husband or the husband before that, you know, so it's like, it's totally different. And it's like, wow, you know, it's like, I never, this is how it's supposed to be, you know, it's like, <laughs> this is how it's supposed to be. So I'm third time lucky, you know, so <laughs> Well, you know, you learned, clearly you learned on your path. Oh, yes. So you grew, you learned, and you became at a higher level to, uh, you know, attract that kind of love that you were ready for, but you had to be ready for it. You had to go through those other things. We don't know why. We're here to learn lessons, right? So Mm -hmm. you learned some lessons, and now you got a man who spoils you. Good for you. That's awesome. Exactly. And you also can have that, but you have to decide for yourself, choose for yourself, what do you want? Are you, are you willing to accept somebody who's not perfect? Because nobody is perfect. I'm not perfect. My, my you know, my husband is as wonderful as he is. He's not perfect, you know? Um, but even his imperfections, I, you know, I still love him. And it's like, yeah, I'll take him, you know? Um, but the thing is, it's like, if you're waiting for perfection, you're going to be waiting a long time, you know? And that's not going to create your life. That's not going to give you ease. That's not going to give you joy. That's not going to give you that, you know, desire, desire filled life that you're looking for. And, you know, like, um, like you were saying earlier, love is your destiny. So do you want love to be your destiny? Right. It is a choice. You know, that's very important. And I'm so glad you brought it up because today love is a choice. You don't need to have a partner. You don't need to have the romance in your life. You get to choose if you want it or not. And if you do want it, then do something about it. That's Mm -hmm. really what my plea is to the world. And I feel like if we're trying to raise the vibration of of the planet so we can start taking care of each other and the planet and raise the energy and and all of that, the consciousness, more, more love always helpful so but it's a choice and yeah. i'm not here to tell everybody they need to be in a relationship because that's not right everybody gets to make their own decision all i'm saying is if you want love if you want a loving relationship in your life if you want to have a life partner please do something about it and so one of those things that you can do is take a look at the special offer that ronnie has for us so ronnie do you want to talk about the special offer love by magic love vibe magic Yes, Love Five Magic. You know, this is, I'm so excited about this program because it's a comprehensive program to work specifically on your love vibes to help you understand what they are, to help you kind of peel away what might be getting in the way. And then a whole series of things like how to radiate feminine energy like the goddess you are, or, um, how to raise your love vibe, or how to feng shui your bedroom. There's a whole bunch of things in there, all energetically based, 
some are audio and some are um, eBooks. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's eight things all together and two bonus items on how to stay positive and some other things to help you get to that place where you're just feeling positive, energized, and sending out good love vibes into the world. Because you become a beacon for what your desire is and you want that love vibe to be seen and you want somebody to be drawn in by that beacon, that love vibe. And I love it. So, that, sorry, go ahead. That's what the program is. It's a whole bunch of different ways. You know, I understand and respect that everybody's different. And so I put together a bunch of different things so that you can pick and choose the things that you feel good about and that work for you. Um, I think they all work. They all worked for me. But you mm -hmm. get to decide which pieces, you know, from within there. I always recommend go through the whole thing and then choose the pieces that you want to continue working with that speak most to you, that make you feel happy, that make you feel like this is for me and it increases your love vibe. Awesome. So you get to pick and choose. Um, and there's a lot of stuff in there for you to pick and choose from. So the Love Vibe Magic Kit is $97, normally $450. And like, and like Ronnie was saying, there are a bunch of audios, there's a bunch of PDFs, but they're all, I mean, there's all sorts of different things. There's visualizations, there's affirmations, affirmations, yeah. there's chants, chanting, yeah. there's um, the feng, feng shui. There's so many different ways that you can start to raise your love vibe and attract your, you know, the love of your life or, you know, just I actually, yeah, I have one called I Believe, and it's all about I Believe in Love, and it's a build, and it has three different lengths. You can start with the 22 minutes, or you could do the 12 minutes, or the six minutes as a refresher, and a lot of my clients listen to that before they go to sleep at night to get into their subconscious mind, so they believe, they believe that love will be theirs. Mm -hmm. They believe love is possible. And then I have one about your allure, where you visualize being a really attractive, desirable woman, because you are, and how to bring that to the surface and let that part of you shine. So yeah, thank you for listing a couple other things that I didn't mention, that was good. Yeah, awesome. And, and, and that's the thing, it's like, all of these are tools and resources that you can use to help you to clear some of that stuff that's still in the way that, of, of you having the love that you desire. Um, and, and also to give you some new tips to, you know, again, change, change energetically your space, yeah. right? Yeah. The physical space, your energetic space, so that the love vibe that you're sending out is going to be a positive one um, yeah. that is going to attract, help you attract the, the, the relationship that you want. But please understand, you still have to go out and, and, and meet people. I mean, yes, I, I met my husband online. It was a totally different thing. And I did finally meet him in person, which was great. But you do, you can't, don't, ex no, no, I mean, I was going to say, don't expect him to just knock on your door. But you, know, you never know. Might well, be the UPS guy. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I had a client come to me in the beginning and she said, I've tried everything. I did candle magic. I did affirmations. I did prayers. I did, I did, you know, she listed all these things. I said, well, did you actually go out to meet men? No. I'm like, okay, so your next step is. Go meet some men. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, in the olden days, it was always about, you know, a friend of a friend, you know, that type of thing. But now, I mean, I know so many people who have used online dating websites. I mean, my cousin, she met her husband on Match.com, right? right. 
and they got married. They have three boys now and everything. They're really happy, right? Another, you know, friend was I was on eHarmony, I think, you know, and they're happy as can be. And it's like, so it's possible, but even that, you still have to get out of your comfort zone and go there and then meet them eventually, you know? So have coffee or a glass of wine. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's funny because even if you don't meet the person that way, you're starting the flow of energy. You become a person who dates, a person who meets people. You get your, um, you build up your dating skills. So you feel more comfortable and confident. You know how to get in and out of situations and end something that's not working quickly and move on to something else and be open and have conversations. So it really makes a tremendous difference. That's the other aspect of dating that I deal with is to help you move the flow because it's not just your love vibe, but then you want to get the flow going of meeting people and the two work together. You know, I always talk about it's a blend of inner and outer skill sets. Mm-hmm. And remember what, you know, Ronnie said, this is about, so, you know, it really takes both. And, yeah. And it takes, this is about adding to your life, right? So adding to your life means, it doesn't mean that there's lack in your life. You know, your life is full and complete, but you're adding to it even more because it brings you joy, right? So I think a lot of times people come from from a place of lack, scarcity, not having fear, et cetera, right? And that's, that will, that will stop the flow, right? Yeah. People who have, um, like who got divorced or had a breakup or whatever, and now they're alone and a lot of their friends were couples and now they don't have single girlfriends or uh, people to hang out with or whatever. And then they want to fill that with a partner. That's a problem. And I do talk to them about build your life up again, be happy with yourself, find things that make you happy, make you smile, feel good so that you can enrich your life because you're going to be a lot more attractive and have a much higher love vibe than when you're sad and alone and just wish you could meet some partner to fill the void. That is a surefire way to end up repeating love mistakes and end up with somebody who's not right for you because you're just hoping to fill the space. Yeah, exactly. Um, Beverly says, sorry, I've done all that and tried online dating. Didn't meet anyone because I was honest and told them I wanted a relationship, not just sex. So you're on the well, wrong I, dating I, site. I did a lot of the very same things that I had done in the past to meet men that never worked, mm-hmm. but I did them with a new love vibe. So I had tried all the things that I tried again later, but I hated all those things like singles dances, for example, hated singles dances. When I worked on my love vibe and I went to a singles dance, I went by myself, I wore a skirt, I stood at the edge of the dance floor, and I danced all night. And I had never had that experience. So you can go through the same exact motions and have completely new experiences. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not about settling either. I just want to point out, it's really not about settling, but it is, you know, I mean, like, I wouldn't want to just go onto these websites and just, just to have sex. No, you know, it's like, if I, if I'm going to go out for a relationship, um, right. and so I get that. And, but it's good that you're honest because you can filter those people out, you know, those. let's talk about this though. What if like, I don't know, uh, Beverly, so I, I can't say, I'm just going to make some stuff, but Beverly, I know it's not true about you. So, but it could be like, I, I've seen women who say, 
you know, listen, you're a nice guy, whatever, but don't even think I'm going to sleep with you because that's not what I'm about. I'm looking for a relationship or whatever. And you can't talk to men like that. What you want to do is use your feminine energy because that's being very direct and it's true and it's honest, but it might not be the, you know, the finesse that would be good. So if a man wants to sleep with you right away, you could just say, oh, I'm not ready for that. Or, oh, I wait until I'm in an exclusive relationship. Or, hmm, that's something to think about. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. don't really have to tell them your whole story. Yeah. And men love a little mystery or whatever. And they love the idea that it might be possible at some point. That is alluring. That has mystique. And um, so people sometimes say, oh, that's not honest. Sure it is. It's not dishonest. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to put everything in black and white like it's a contract because that can push men away because you might be coming from a place of all men want to have, and I'm not saying this is true for Beverly because I don't know her, but all men just want to have sex. And a lot of people feel like that and they have those experiences. I have them too, believe me. So what helps is to just relax. Just relax and go meet a bunch of people and see what comes of it. That's the best thing. The more you can relax in the process, the better off it's going to be because when you're looking, looking, looking for a relationship and none of these guys are any good and whatever, sometimes that's sending off that kind of energy. So I'm not saying that's true for Beverly, but it does happen sometimes. So something mm -hmm. to think about. So yeah. I looked at the time and I actually, I don't know what, how much time we were scheduled for, but I sort of <laughs> have to no, no worries. I was just going to ask you if you had any other last words of wisdom for, for our listeners about, you know, um, love vibes and how we can change our love vibes, you know, um, to attract more of what we want. Sure. I can tell you that um, I just read a book by uh, Louise Hay, who a lot of people know of her as the, you know, she's all about you can heal your life. And she wrote a book with Cheryl Richardson, who's a life coach. And it was, some, I can't remember the name of the book. But anyway, I opened my eyes to so many things I forgot. And the point is, it was about raising your consciousness all day long. Mm -hmm. What can you do to have more happy thoughts? Like one of the things Cheryl Richardson talked about was she put a sign in her shower that said, I'm showered with happy thoughts all day. Because she'd get in the shower and she'd feel anxiety because she'd be going over her list of what she had to do. And she never realized she was doing that. So she put up the thing in the shower that says, I'm showered with happy thoughts. And I thought, I want to be showered with love. So I go in the shower and I do my cleanse and then I wash my body. And then I am just showered with love and joy and abundance and happiness and health. And that's the rest of my shower. Mm -hmm. And so there are little things like that you can do all day long. It's not about carving an hour of time out it's about putting those little things into your life yeah. when you're taking a walk or washing dishes taking a shower or driving to work all those times where you have time to focus on two things at once and that's how you raise your love vibe oh i love that i'm gonna do that too absolutely and you're right it it it, it takes minute by minute right it's not an hour it's like one minute of love soak yeah. yourself in love you know drench yourself in love just you know Fill yourself up with love. One minute, it could be like every time you go through a doorway. It, it could be every yeah. time you are, are at a red light. You know, when you're at a red light, what are you doing? Nothing. Take a deep breath and allow yourself to be absorbed by with love. You know, yeah, um, or, 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 or whatever. 
breathe love in and out from your heart center and your, you know, your heart chakra. And there's yeah. so many things you can do and they're fun. Fun, easy, free. Do it. You know, yeah. and again, take, <laughs> take advantage of um, Ronnie's free gift, which is on the gift page. And also take advantage of Ronnie's package, which is only $97, normally $450. And it's the Love Vibe Magic Kit. So if you're looking for love, you definitely want to check that out and uh, work with Ronnie through that package. There's audio, PDFs, all sorts of wonderful information to help you to create, you know, that love vibe and help you send that out. In, in, into the universe so that you can really attract that love that you desire so i love it this was so much fun ronnie thank you so much thank you i had a great time too this was absolutely wonderful <laughs> and thank sending you everybody for your vibes. questions as well sorry sending you love vibes ah thank you all right everyone so thank you thank you thank you until next time may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy peace love happiness prosperity radiant health sending you all much love and blessings always Bye for now.